Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, hello. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Hi. I am Simon Cardi, and to my left is... Joe Scrabbles. And to my right is... Dale Driver. It's he your birthday. Is a birthday boy. I mean, it's technically... Yeah, On it the is day my this birthday. podcast drops, it is your birthday. As we speak, it is not, but yes, it will be when this drops. Doing anything special? Ooh, no, haven't... I'm 36. I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen not a cake not gonna, nah not a no cake, cake what about um, some sort of nice dinner I think so I think we're gonna yeah. do that yeah I'm not really mm. sure yet what are we talking so. ooh Italian nah <laughs> Bella uh, Italia uh, maybe Indian food I think Indian maybe. food curry and a beer I am nice <laughs> I am uh, we should explain that just because that's a funny thing we haven't <laughs> talked about <laughs> yeah. the other day I was waiting for Cardi to come out of Tesco and two guys walked past and they bought meal deals mm. and they were like builders and one just leaned over to the other one and pointed at the guy's <laughs> meal deal and which went, was evidently a sandwich it was a sandwich <laughs> and like a, a like a tango yeah and he went Curry and a beer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which probably isn't as funny as if you were there. We, yeah. I pissed myself. Immediately told Cardi and we were we kind of went, it's good to know there's other people out there who are like us. Did they hear, did they hear you laughing at them? No. Because oh, okay. it happened while I was waiting for Cardi. So I was just by myself being like, yeah. Did that just happen? That's amazing. Imagine I if he I'd heard you it. laughing and then he went, curry and a beer, and now a fight. <laughs> fight. And he started stabbing you up. But you stabbing know, me up. <laughs> what you can do around your birthday weekend, Dale, it is one of the television events of the year. If not, this all week, time. This week, yeah. this week, big, yeah, it's a big project. Bear yeah. Grylls, you versus the world, has hit Netflix. <laughs> oh, yes. we've we've watched slash played an we're episode. We're leading with Bear Grylls. Yeah, we don't, okay. it's the big television yeah. event this week. Um, <laughs> it's a choose your own podcast, and I've gone this way with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, we've, if you don't know what Bear Grylls, you versus the world, is, then a get on it, yeah. and b if you did Bandersnatch, yeah, the it, Black Mirror, choose your own. It is. That sort of choose your own TV experience, but crucially, you are helping Bear Grylls survive yeah. relatively treacherous conditions. It is to me. What if Bandersnatch was one of the VTs from this time with Alan Partridge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's so weirdly budget shot and badly acted yeah. that it's just incredibly and it funny. Has, like the graphics quality of. Do you remember like when for about six months to a year board games that were also DVDs were a thing <laughs> yeah. it has that sort of yeah. feel to it yeah. that's got a lot of that to it um, and yeah so there's eight episodes we just chose one at random I say random it was yeah. called like Land of the Dragons and so we thought that meant you Komodo yeah. no it's it's a mildly perilous Welsh valley it's, <laughs> it's, it's not it's, even perilous like there's no danger there you could go out for a nice brisk walk it's coastal Wales <laughs> you say there's no danger we made him eat a limpet. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, not to spoil this 
incredible narrative they've created. I mean, I feel like we've got Don't, to spoil he's it. Got a, he's you got want to make him do everything that's wrong. <laughs> he's got a pretty <laughs> severe approach, uh, PSA approach to eating raw food. Because <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll always tee it up. He's like, there's 40 calories in a limpet. Yeah. Or like, this egg, mm. I could eat this egg. It's really good energy. I'm going to have to eat because he's got. Yeah, a ch- yeah. there's, there's two sets of choices. We've we've done proper game review on it. It's diamond shaped design. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you're always funneled out and then back into it. Yeah. To I always like to. It's again. quite Oxbow Lake like, which is quite relevant to yeah. the episode we watched. But he, um, at one point in both branches, you are asked whether you want to eat like a raw thing. Or lots of a thing that looks less appetizing. Yeah. The first time we came across it, it was gorse bush or raw eggs of a ground dwelling bird. I only remembered that. That he happened to find. And the best part of this, like, I know technically this is spoilers, but it's fucking Who Bear Grills Choose cares, Your Own yeah. Adventure. Yeah. Dale sat next to us and went, How funny would it be? Like, and this is entirely as a joke. How funny would it be if he just. Pop the whole egg in, like didn't crack it, just stuck it in his mouth. First thing Bear does, sticks a whole egg in his mouth, crunches it, and then complains about the shell. Like, you just, you just put a whole egg in your mouth, mate. Yeah, you just bit down on an egg like it was a fucking Kinder Surprise. I'm also wholly aware. I don't know what global appeal Bear Grylls holds. So if you don't know who Bear Grylls is, yeah. he is. A TV survivalist man. Is he, yeah. is he XSAS? I think he is. Yeah, but basically he. Likes to pretend that he can survive wild conditions, but then spend nights at hotels in between. I think, like, it is unfortunate that that dogs him because if we didn't know that for a fact, you'd still go, "This is a man who knows what he's doing. Yeah. He has some relevance." Well, he does have some useful advice, like using a bag as a life jacket. That was if you actually get caught in a bog. Cool. He had a dry bag. <laughs> And he blew it up with his mouth and used it as a life raft. Yeah, and but he escaped a two-foot-wide bog that he could have Yeah, that around. was mad that he was just sitting in a little stream for a while saying he was stuck. I mean, it's obviously very contrived. And the, the idea that he knows all this information, he has all the right answers, but he just leaves it to the will of the Netflix gods. Yeah. And even if he knows it's stupid, he's still, well, fuck it, you, that's what you chose. There was one that's time, I think, uh, so we went, we chose to go into a cave and yeah. you could either track down a wolf or mm-hmm. just leave. Most people would just leave. Yeah. But we decided, no, let's find Not this wolf. Not most people I think Netflix controlling okay. Bear Grylls. <laughs> yeah. The fucking go engagement stats on the left choice to follow <laughs> the wolf in that are going to be through the roof. But basically, once that one happens, he just goes, we're going to track the wolf. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's holding back the words for fuck's sake. But the funny thing is, so it's all PG rated, and sadly you can't kill him. No. Which would be hilarious. We tried. We tried many times. We made him fight a wolf. We made him get chased by a wolf. We made him try and fall off a cliff. We've made him get food poisoning from a limpet and an egg. The number of times he has a very small slip in that one episode (laughs) is so mad. Because it goes, like, he'll. I think some of them are real. They're just him slipping on some slimy rocks. Yeah. But the musical stabs that go with them are so funny. Just like. Anything to add drama to this, which is basically yeah. a really boring But basically basic what happens, landscape. if he knows, right, you've made the bad choice, all he does is get a walkie-talkie out and go, I need extraction. <laughs> yeah. <And this> helicopter <laughs> I need evac. Like, there's one he gets... I know we are really spoiling Land of the Dragons. It's one episode. It's one episode we're spoiling. Right. <laughs> there's a bit where he's getting chased by a wolf. He calls for evac, and he <laughs> literally clips onto a rope hung from behind a helicopter it's and like flies off. Well, and it's, if this is real survival tips... <laughs> You just need to have a helicopter yeah. at all times. Yeah. Well, the wolf is in hot pursuit when that's happening as well. I wouldn't it? call it hot pursuit. It's <laughs> pursuit 
in, in a completely different shot and maybe a different place. <laughs> a different yeah. wolf. And the wolf keeps I'm changing. I'm sure one shot was just a cat with extra hair added on. <laughs> wolf goofs. And there's also that bit we had him square off with the wolf and he just repeatedly just shouts, get back! Back get away! Back away! <laughs> he has a handmade spear. It really kicks off. Um, um, my favourite bit, the end of it, he just says, out of nowhere, pop a smoke and gets a smoke grenade out of his bag. He hasn't got food. He bring a fucking tracker bar, but he has a smoke grenade in his bag. Which he bag. just throws on a country road. He's like, that's his safety. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Could have done that back then, mate. He gives a big but, thumbs up to the helicopter. Um, I like the first thing that he uh, said he didn't bring food, but the first thing he, the very first thing he does is say, I need food. I'm hungry. Like, have a big meal before your journey, uh, mate. Yeah. Carbo mad. load. I'm not going to lie, though. It is shonky it's badly made the audio mixing is dire oh my god yeah <laughs> but it is hilarious it's fucking really. and I do want to play all of them but well, that's it I also want to play all of them with people yeah, yeah. like just sitting on by your yourself own is would a be bit, quite lovely yeah. I feel like it's, it's absolutely not got any sort of the the width that uh, Bandersnatch has oh, like the options no, it's very much a linear sort of pick the right choice or the wrong choice and then if you pick and the wrong choice back. he goes back again yeah. and you just keep doing it until you get the right choices yeah but. it's like an educational game from the 90s yeah. Yeah, he's not a very good actor is he oh my <laughs> god there's a bit where he has to pretend to be sick it's insane <laughs> it's just him with his head in some grass going <laughs> he just goes it's the Olympic yeah, it was the Olympic <laughs> even, if you're, even if you were being sick and you're out there you wouldn't call an evac in immediately would you you just no. ride it out he's, yeah, he's, he literally says the word I'm in a bad way <laughs> <laughs> fuck me it's oh, so funny amazing well do you know what other TV show big TV event of the year there is that also has wolves in and there's a land of, you, and is a land of the dragons how did you not get to land of the dragons I'm getting first. there yeah, it took a I long was building time. it up um, Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah, I've, heard of say this. I've heard of it I've heard of it it's yeah. back yeah back are you ready, Dale? I know I'm, you're very excited. I'm very excited. I've been doing mad rewatches. Like I started off rewatching all season seven, and then I just started picking random episodes. Started with the Battle of the Bastards, and mm -hmm. then I just kept going to all like the episode nines and the big battles. And then I thought, fuck it, and just went right back to start. And now I'm working my way through again, and I'm halfway through season five right oh now. Oh my god! How so much do you have the time? I watch it on my commute, so it's uh, yeah. So uh, I've rewatched season seven, so I just caught up with the recent history. Mm. And I didn't realise how much I needed that because I did forget yeah. a couple of people oh, had absolutely. gone yeah, and yeah. where a couple of people were and mm. yeah I'm very excited we're so doing excited. Um, a good thing at the moment on the site which we've been involved with which mm. is called When I Died which we got a load of actors who have been killed in the show yeah. um, to just talk about their death scenes and what they what they remember of the show and all that kind of stuff Yeah, a few of those people came in and I'd forgotten their characters oh, were really? dead like um, Ollie oh, when yeah. he came in I was like Fuck yeah, of course. He's a dickhead. Like I just, <laughs> I just remembered him as the kid who had the horrible time in the in the village at the very yeah, start. Right, yeah, mm. it wasn't start, like season four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't show up for but, a while. Yeah, he just came in. I was like, "You're dead, aren't yeah. you? You're the one that stabbed Jon Snow." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoilers. What a little, well. what a little prick. <laughs> but yeah, is it six six episodes? I uh, think? Six. Yeah, and the first two are like sort of standard length, and then the yeah. last four are like hour and a half sort Ooh. of jobs. Oh, I don't think any of them get to hour and a half. I think the last two are an hour and twenty. I think the last two are hour and twenty. Yeah. Okay. All right. But still, yeah, they're all pretty much because people mini films on there. People were fucking kicking off that they weren't an hour and a half. There was some bad old comments on the internet. How do they, they don't know what's in them. They well, exactly. But they're like, oh, you've got fewer episodes, but we're not as long as we want. It's like, <laughs> just let them make the yeah. correct show. Just not enjoy it. Jesus. Fucking 
what people want is Daredevil, where it goes on forever and nothing happens. Okay, it's, so we got 54 minutes, 58, 60, 78, 80, 80. Mm, now, the last mm. couple were an hour and 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good number reading. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a bit rude. <laughs> what? You're just yeah, reading yeah. off a book oh, and running like the order, Do you want an opinion, then? <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> there good. we go. Um, um, season 7, when you went back to it, yes. do you like it? Because yeah, I remember I really it being like it. underwhelming. Really, I really like season 7. I think there's some awesome bits, but I think there's a couple of duff moments and one duff episode which is the one beyond the wall episode yeah. which really i really like that it, one it seems fun right but it's a load of mad there's a lot of mad traveling that goes on oh episode. yeah it, it doesn't make, it make a lot of sense jumps in one side of westeros also the fact cool that they things. went all the way up there to get one white walker to bring back yeah like you feel like they managed to get themselves in a ridiculous predicament in that situation mm. like, it didn't but need to happen i can't mm. in the nicest way i can't wait for this to end because oh yeah i hope i i trust them that it'll be nicely wrapped up and they won't leave it if yeah. it's left on a cliffhanger that'll be so disappointing there, no, no, no. there are very few shows where i believe an ending is what i want most do you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. there's lots of shows that have ended and i'm like that was a good ending but i wish i was watching more of it like yeah. that happened with Mad Men when i was watching that yeah. happened with hannibal but this i'm like i trust that an right. ending's gonna yeah, be it good. feels like they've yeah they've always had conclusions to a degree and you yep. feel like it's it's not just a show like Mad Men that's just continually no. running and they decide to end it at some point mm -hmm. this one always feels like there was an end goal and I like yeah. nothing seems to have leaked so far which is good we apparently don't episode one is out there Ooh, okay. um, but as in as in ultimate conclusion no one really yeah, yeah, yeah. knows yeah. which is why we're going to have a little go at predicting it ourselves. Oh, we've got a special mm. little Ooh, We've got a little... We're going to do this now. I think we've got three predictions each. Yeah, I have, yeah. Yep. And, yeah, in a few weeks when it's all ended, we'll obviously do it in a spoiler-filled section so no one can complain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we'll see if anyone actually got anything right. Yeah. <laughs> I think okay. that'd be good. But, yeah, we'll make sure we go back and we, we could even, like, splice it in yeah. and then, like, review it. So, Us being like, that's ridiculous. Who wants, to, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Let's do it round table, one at a time. Right. Uh, round robin, round robin. Bran is the Night King, obviously, otherwise, what is the point wow. in Bran? You, think you know that? that's been confirmed not a thing, right? I don't think that's true. What do you mean <laughs> okay. it's not a thing? Well, like, the actor who plays Bran has said it's not true. Yeah, but they're all saying things, Although, mate. to be fair, Jon Snow did say he was actually dead yeah. in between What's those the two point seasons. In, like, basically... To me, there's no point in Bran unless he's involved in either recursive time business yeah. or my other thing, which isn't actually one of my predictions, and I don't know if one is one of yours, but that he is the only person left at the end and repopulates the world by okay. creating the children of the forest again. What about Why is he a fucking root boy otherwise? I mean, in, in the show, <laughs> in the show, he's absolutely a device to find out who John really is. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but from the books, it's, it's that, yeah, you're right. There's like, there needs to be a reason why he's at, becoming. At the end of all of this, like, he can't, unless he just gets burned. I mean, we've already seen tree. elements of how, like, there's time travel elements and how he can affect yeah. the past and change things yeah. with Hodor. So there's no reason to think he can't change something. But I think the Night King is maybe a bit of a I know stretch. he's gone through a bit, Bran, but he, I find him a miserable little git. Yeah, he's boring yeah. now. <laughs> he is really boring now. And every time he says three eyed raven, it makes me cringe just a little bit. But that's it. It's one of the only things where they're not. Give, they're not giving you any substance to the supernatural. Like yeah. they're quite even with the dragons, it feels like quite a grounded mm. version of that stuff. Mm. But for some reason, Bran and Three Eyed Raven and all this cosmic bullshit yeah. is just swirling about with with never anyone bothering to talk about it. So it has to end with him being something. Yeah, because it's just annoying. <laughs> like, I love it in the okay. first ten minutes of this one. Now he's just 
killed and you're like oh. <laughs> yeah. but I'd be fine with it yeah I mean <laughs> I fully expect like at some point John will go to one of those red trees mm. and Bran's face will be on it and he'll be like hello brother yeah. <laughs> what, what mate hello <laughs> I'm in a tree <laughs> there you go see if happens uh, Dale so that very much leads on to one of my predictions oh lovely which one of mine is Bran merges into the weirwood tree at Winterfell yeah because mm. that's where the other guy was. Do you remember the original uh, Three-Eyed Raven? He oh, was yeah. merged with the, underneath the Weirwood Tree, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the north. Well, beyond I the wall. I just walls. assume it's Very like God all of, war, of them have got it? roots together. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like he's... That, that tree has always been a, you know, a big focal point of the show. And I feel yeah. like he's going to... That's where he's going to sort of... His final resting piece. He'll play place, I should think say. think that's the final shot of the series? No, not at all. No. 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 Him <laughs> stuck in the tree. Shot, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. You know, say about the Night King. We saw a shot there when the Night King was created. Yeah, but that's like he's. It could be reincarnation. It could be. A, yeah, it could be older Bran if they're being shit. I can't remember what it was like. Anyway, I, yeah. I know that's like. It's, it's fairly out of the circle of yeah. things. It's more. Uh, that was more an impassioned way of saying, give him a fucking point because yeah. I'm bored. <laughs> well, I haven't got any about Bran, sorry, to, <laughs> okay. not, to not conclude. But I have. The Iron Throne will be destroyed. Mm. It will not exist at yeah, the end of the series. I think there. that's a, f- and a fair shout. The way I think it'll happen. B point here, Dale. You know a lot about steel <laughs> and metal work. Some might say, yeah. The Iron Throne. It's not good, is it? When metal gets really cold, then really hot. What happens to no, it? No, it just like sh- it shrinks and contracts. And it's not like, good, is it? No. What if that happened with some icy White Walkers or an ice dragon, and then an actual dragon mm. hit it? What if the throne just shattered? I mean, that's a very convoluted way of yeah, destroying but, it, isn't it? Yeah, Couldn't but it just could a dragon just destroy it? I'm not doing simple ones. The That'd amount, be boring. The <laughs> amount it takes to get them there yeah. is interesting because they'd have that fight has to move so far down the country mm. for any of that to happen. An yeah. ice dragon, though, with a king what on about, it could move quick. Or what about if Daenerys just decided that she ordered her dragon to destroy it at the end? When she's mm. got it and she can just take smelt it, it. Mm. but she decides she wants to destroy it because I want to start something new. Yeah, it's a symbol of yeah. Yeah. my I family's that, dead past. Yeah, the throne will not exist. I, th- I, I mean, there was that vision she had in season two where they were in King's Landing and it was all like destroyed and in snow and rubble and stuff. I don't mm. remember that. Yeah, she had, like Daenerys had sort of a vision of it. Mm. So that could easily come true, yeah. I think. So I don't think anyone will sit on the Iron Throne. Nah. What's your next one, Joe? My next one is more of a feeling than an informed point. Okay. I just reckon Tyrion's going to die quite early. Okay. I think mm. it's. Go- I think he's going to be the the first like gut punch because there's no one who doesn't like Tyrion yeah yeah. and they've been happy to kill heroic characters before and he started flawed and yeah. is now seemingly basically and a good guy and he's kind of fulfilled his purpose hasn't yeah. he yeah there's I a don't... lot of characters who have a place to go mm. he's just hand of the queen yeah well, so yeah. just he's gonna die feels mm, like yeah, I'm and not that, sure I think it'll be big and heroic I don't think it's gonna be meaningless and I think it will give like uh, it will spur someone on yeah but I can't see him living at the end okay mm, fair enough go on now my next one is uh, so John will die in sacrifice great sacrifice again with Daenerys yes but I feel like that's <laughs> seen but, it but the reason he's been brought back is because he has a final purpose to achieve and that purpose is going to be helping Daenerys like achieve not necessarily the throne but leadership of some kind mm. and then I was, but I also think before he dies he has Danny up the duff <laughs> and that baby it, will be the king the proper king in years to come do you think they'll and be that'll a, be start a new dynasty do you think I kept thinking that do you think there'll be like an epilogue which is like a flash forward like 20 years 
I'd like to think not. I like, like leave Parks it to and Rec. <laughs> exactly like <laughs> no, that. Oh yeah. God, no. Um, but I think that that child will be sort of it's the culmination of Ice and Fire. But it's also you know our two main characters. Uh, I don't think any either of them are really the one to achieve. It's them coming together. That really solidifies like the very modern concern with the idea that incest is the only way to do anything <laughs> it well. It worked for the Targaryens for a long time, It worked for mate. Targaryens, it worked for Pornhub. Well, who's next? <laughs> it worked for, like, yeah. worked for the Lannisters a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it did. Like, well, well, they, 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 they made a couple of moments, moments to be said. Yeah. yeah, I suppose. Yeah. It's gone okay. Done better than most. Yeah. You know, well, a little time on the throne's better than no time on the throne. Seaworth, lots of legitimate children. Where are they? Dead. Yeah. In the one, fucking... didn't he? No, he has all those. He has the boys, doesn't he? Aren't there a load of boys on those boats, or is that in the books? Uh, I don't know about the books in the TV show. He only has one. Son. Oh, in the books, he's got a load of kids, and they all die in that battle. Ooh, bloody hell. Anyway, my second one: all the dragons will die. There will be no more dragons again. <laughs> those three dragons. It will return to how the series died. It will be a land of forgotten dragons. I can see that. They're like for the reason they've, they've been brought back purpose. is to fulfill a pur purpose and get rid of the White Walkers, and then once that's all gone, yep. It's like fresh start. I feel like, yeah, that she's... Well, she's not the last of the Targaryens anymore, is she? But uh, what if their baby... What if the baby that they have is like a scale baby? Like a half dragon? A grayscale? Or yeah, do no, you mean half a, actually uh, half, half a, dragon. a dragon? Like a fire-breathing <laughs> toddler. What, like the that freaking fire-breathing <laughs> toddler? <laughs> uh, that's not one of my predictions. I don't want that down as an official... <laughs> you just changed your uh, mind. All there. the dragons... No, I want all the dragons or die. I don't oh. want the fire-breathing toddler <laughs> fire down as, toddler. as an official Mad prediction. Fire-breathing <laughs> toddler. <laughs> I do not want that. Uh, number three, Joe. I think we all... For our third one, we've all gone for one that's a bit silly. Yeah. I have. Ah, so... Maybe I can change it. I like my third one. I want to go with that. Okay, I think it's go a stretch. Here we go. I'm going to paint a picture for you. In a long shot, we see Danny and the Night King. Is it Danny or Danny? Danny. Daenerys. Yeah, but some Everyone, people say, say Danny. Danny. We see Danny and the Night King, each riding one of their dragons, okay. either side of the shot, right? And they're charging at each other, and they're screaming and their armies are dead and dying around them. It's the final... No! They're like... So they're flying at each other. They're coming in and just as they're about to reach each other, the camera pans down and we never... It's like Soprano style. We never see the end. But in the dirt... But in the dirt... There's a rusty old sign that's been dug up by foot scuffs of the battle as people fought each other. And the sign says, Nando's. <laughs> and it's all taken it place like of the in future Britain. <laughs> that it's was like, our planet. Yeah. Um, they blew it up. I was going to spoil another film there, but I was. Um, it's so weird how mine and yours are very similar. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> our brains work scarily similar. <laughs> okay. So mine, I suspect, is in the city of these two. Uh, but my last one is that Jamie Lannister will be the 1,000th Lord Commander of the Night's Watch mm. afterwards. Because we're on, I believe well, that's we're on... So, that's, that's, that's so law-based. Yeah, it's just, I think, why establish that? Like, Jon Snow was the 998th Commander. Why mm. that pick that number if we're not going to show the 1,000th? The 1,000th oh. one. There we go. I've got it. I can't speak. Mate. It's me that normally can't uh, no, speak. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel I feel like he's he's go he's riding north at the end of season seven. He's looking to do his honourable duty, and I feel like that's a place for him to sort of the one spend character, the rest of his days. This is not linked to my prediction or yours particularly. But I was just wondering I don't know what Sam's purpose is gonna be in all of this. It's gonna be a maester 
Yeah, to, if in King's Landing or something like that. He's going to survive. He'll be yeah. Grand Maester. Yeah. I don't, yeah, but... I mean, the fact that at the Citadel, like, the Grand Maester keeps saying you've got a lot of potential and things mm. like that, it's obvious that's where he's kind of going. Yeah. Okay, my third one. Does anyone know of the... I believe it's American. I might be wrong here. Um, drama that used to be on called Saint Elsewhere. Oh, I've heard the globe. Here we go. The snow globe. <laughs> so, if you don't know what Saint Elsewhere is, I think it was like a six-season-long like medical drama, mm-hmm. yeah. all based in a hospital, and it had a mad twist right at the end of this six-season one, where all of the events of this drama were taking place in one of the characters' son's snow globes. Yeah, it's mad. It's an absolutely mad twist. And I'm sorry if I've ruined Saint Elsewhere for you, <laughs> but, but you weren't going to watch so, it. What's the What's the meaning of it? Is it I think it's all, is there anything in the show I that implies that could be happening? I don't. I've not watched it. I just know right. of it. It's like from the end of Men in Black, mate, when you're just in a marble. But uh, that makes sense in the tone of Men in Black. <laughs> like, if it's just ER, but they're in a That's fucking why snow globe. But anyway, this what? is what I think is going to happen in Game of Thrones. It's not what I think is actually going to happen. So, like the intro sequence, it'll zoom out. And it turns out it's actually... In a clockwork machine. No, it's the opening of a video game. And we zoom out and we're in a sweaty child's bedroom who's playing a Total War-like sim. And it's all happened inside a Total War game. Imagine how funny that would be. <laughs> it would be. The outrage would be really funny. I won't, be I won't lie, I would love it. <laughs> I would love or it. Or a tabletop game. It could be anything. It zooms out and it's the Stranger Things kids it's just playing fucking, Dungeons and Dragons. It's That'd just Warhammer. Warhammer. Um, <laughs> I would... Or, do you know, I would... I'd love something mad. It's obviously not going to happen. No, yeah. But something mad like that where... One in a hundred people like me, who's a bit a bit of a masochist, um, <laughs> would just go, that's brilliant. Imagine if all these actors have been doing all these junkets, they're like, we can't tell you the end. And you've just detected this note of sadness in their eyes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I can't tell you the end because you won't believe me (laughs) it's a fucking game it's all a game well we've uh, we've been promised something that's a bittersweet ending haven't we so what do we really it's always going to end that way the whole program's bittersweet no it isn't it's always bitter where's the sweet sweet bits sweet bits everywhere (laughs) yeah I know what sweet bits you're talking about (laughs) all the killings of course there was a funny thing that someone it was it you who pointed out the the upswing on views on on the When I Died series when it hit the episode with Roz in it yeah exactly Mm. yeah Yeah, yeah. we can see where your mind is the internet never (laughs) fails to let you down but yeah those are our predictions I would be surprised if any of mine are true if I could say to you both, who's a character you 100% think survives? Survives? Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone's 100% Ooh, survives. Are you? Uh, See, I think uh, another one of mine back at once was going to be that she kills Cersei. I feel like she had that list for so long. Yeah. That, and I she only that, ever killed uh, yeah. Meryn Trant off it. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, I always thought that Jamie would be the one to kill Cersei. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. potentially, yeah. Or Arya wearing Jamie, Jamie's face. Ooh, what if Arya yeah. stabs Jamie? There's got to be some face stuff. There's got to be some face stuff going on. <laughs> what, what if Arya stabs Jamie, but it catches him by surprise and he goes, oh, and slices off Cersei's head in a, in a sort of jerky reaction? <laughs> Lovely. I'd yeah. like to see it. Um, um, I, think, yeah. I think Daenerys is 100% surviving. Really? Only because we've been set, the wheels have been set in motion for the longest time that she is the rightful ruler of Westeros. 
So mm-hmm. I feel like you've got to deliver that at the end. I feel like that's inevitable. Yeah. I, I've always, I've said it for a long time. I didn't do it as one predictions. I would just love it if the White Walkers win. If the Night King just sits on the throne and then freezes <laughs> over. <laughs> Flips the bird on the TV. You can't stop yeah. them. They're an unstoppable force. It would be brilliant. Um, yeah. It's all about so that won't happen. Climate change, in it. No. Just there, he puts the little crown on. He's like, "Bring me wine," and that's it. He just starts living his, <laughs> his best King Landon, King's Landing life. It just ends with the line, hey, "Bring me wine." <laughs> we spent all this time, and that's his voice. <laughs> Bring me wine. <laughs> little Welcome. Where's my wife? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> Do you know what else was hell? Oh God. The film Hellboy. All right. Comes out. You haven't seen it, mate. Well, no, but there's hell in the film. It's oh, Hellboy. Right, okay, okay. That's I haven't said. said it's hell. <laughs> there is hell in the film. It's called yes. Hellboy. There's a boy from hell. He is a boy from hell. He's You've very much a man it, from hell, though, to be honest. Mm. You have seen it. I have seen it. I think it's, it's out today. Yeah, it's out it's today. Out. Well, yeah. Friday, when yeah. they listen to this. Um, yes. It's, from what I've read, not good. I think some people are being perhaps harsher than it deserves, but it's not I would not recommend watching it. Let's put it that way. An easy yes Ever. or no. F- not even a Netflix. Netflix. On. Maybe on Netflix. If plane. You were, if you were really interested or a plane, yeah. But it's it's very try-hardy across the board, but it's just a bit of a mess, to be a, honest. A quick yes or no. Is it better than the Del Toro ones? So, Cause they're I think that's, perfectly good films. I think, I think that's pretty much two. a no, although I can barely remember. I watched them when they very first came out. I have hardly I know, any memory of them. I know what them. you mean. I've seen both of them, and I remember quite enjoying them, but I couldn't tell you anything yeah. about them. I watched Golden Army the other day, and it has not held up as much as I thought it would. Mm. I remember it being a big improvement over the first one. Mm-hmm. It's quite... In the current superhero landscape, it's quite odd to see stuff that doesn't fit that mold anymore yeah. mm-hmm. where it's it's quite flippant and silly and there's lots of bits that are just there as a joke okay when we're so used to comic book characters being treated with like respect for their stories okay hellboy's just fucking annoying in it he's horrible <laughs> like, he's just a prick to everyone yeah. and you're meant to like him so the one the one thing i would say i did like it i did like david harbour as hellboy yeah i found him like quite endearing although he spends the entire entirety of the film trying to be funny and it never lands like almost never lands I barely raise a smile the entire film yeah. and it's constant quips constantly trying to that make jokes it's one yeah potential issue I had with it I haven't seen it yet but um, from the trailer yeah. from the trailer and stuff that he yeah he's good in Stranger Things is he a lead actor in something I don't know but that's yeah. the same as Ron Perlman yeah yeah which true. he's alright in Hellboy yeah. he's fine um, he's fine well, how's Big Mo she, uh, you saw her in the trailer, right? Mm, yeah. You've seen her in the film. What? <laughs> That's pretty much it. She has like two lines of dialogue. That's insane. Like in two shots. That's so bullshit. Everything. That was that was disappointing. I thought uh, overall though, it was it's just a bit of a mess. Like it did they, look. They don't the really. Trailer, they yeah. just they start in a world where Hellboy exists, and it's like you know how Marvel do their origin stories now, where they that person exists and then they filter in elements of their backstory mm. in between. But with Hellboy, they never felt like they filtered in enough, and I could barely remember his character, and I was just like. So is everyone just cool with monsters being in this world? Like all this supernatural stuff going on, it's never really explained. So they do not explain deal. his origin at all. They just they go do straight t- kind of, but it's sort of like halfway into the film, and it's in a flashback, mm. narrated flashback, and it's so brief. And they still, yeah, it's they just show a scene with the Nazis sort of raising yeah. him, like like you know, with their like, spoilers to say that happens in the other film as yeah. well. But I just always felt like I was so confused about what's going on. But it seems like there's more scenes focused on like being a music video. Like it's just 
massive rock songs like Muse or Royal Blood and him just fighting giants and beasts mm. and that's stuff. the feeling I got from the trailer because I remember the last trailer I watched it looked like one of those similar to when I watched the Justice League trailer I was like how are they fitting all of this into one film oh, and it being coherent the first half it runs so fast like one bit he's in Mexico then he's in England and then it's just fighting all these different kinds of creatures that you never ever see again and it was like you would, it was just an excuse for a fight scene or a, mm. like oh we've got a cool design for a giant let's put that in there mm -hmm. but they don't really add anything to the big story of the film it was just excuses for him to have fights basically. and defend earth yeah but I mean I, I, like I said I don't think it was that bad we gave it a four I think for me it's more like a five or a six mm -hmm. clearly but it's still I wouldn't recommend anyone go to the cinema to see it yeah that's that's Dale's birthday review of Hellboy mm -hmm. I'm glad everyone mm -hmm. enjoyed uh, do you know who else defends Earth Joe yeah the Earth Defence Force there we go now it <laughs> explains why you said that complete non sequitur a few minutes ago well gotta do it uh, Earth Defence Force Iron Rain is out yesterday tell mm. me about because I'm not gonna lie to you Joe mm. before I saw you playing this game mm -hmm. and reviewing it for IGN yeah uh, I was interested <laughs> no, I, no I wasn't interested I could I don't know if I'd even heard of Earth Defence Force I'm right. gonna say it I know nothing about it yeah tell me it's a series of Japanese games that joyously uh, invoke classic B-movies, so there's mm. giant insects, there's UFOs, and there's kaiju, and you're just a little soldier trying to blow them all up for ages. And that's basically it. It's sci-fi Dynasty Warriors in many respects, yeah. and that's why I love it. <laughs> Was it on first on PS1? Uh, it's... Oh, yeah, I think it must it, have been. It definitely feels like a PS1 game. Yeah. It's been it always has the presentation yeah. of PS1. 100%. Like, yeah. it's so I mean, it still looks completely like old game. school. Yeah, it mm. looks like... But that's the thing, is this one, Iron Rain, is uh, it's a spin-off from the main series. So there's this one developer, Sandlot, who's made five games, plus they always do, like, 4.1 and all that shit. Mm -hmm. um, there, was, there was a game called Earth Defense Force 4.1, The Shadow of New Despair. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> if you want to know what kind of shit we're dealing with here. Um... This is Ukes, who do the WWE 2K games. Oh, right. Which is very odd. Yeah. Um, they actually, they have a sneaky little reference to that in the game, where someone goes, um, there's like... Can this you is, smell th no, the rock? This, oh, is, okay. this is the first Earth Defense Force game where they're trying to treat it with any serious storyline at all. And Why? it's so funny. <laughs> like, I can't tell whether it's serious or not. Um, they've got, like, all this, like, social political context for like right. what's going on in the world after the aliens invade and stuff but what it amounts to is usually you're walking around with a bunch of generic soldiers and in this one you're part of a squad and there's like people doing hammy acting as being like hey Brenda where are you going after work <laughs> um <laughs> And there's this one guy called Takuma, and he's like the leader of the squad, and he's a wise Japanese man. Isn't he and he a says, "Star Trek character, Takuma." Oh, that's Takuma. Takuma. Uh, mm. You know that because of Tamor. Yeah. Um, they uh, <laughs> and they keep referencing. He keeps like bringing up Japanese sayings to explain things, and then one guy's like, "You and your sayings. This guy's just a bonus boss." <laughs> and someone goes, "A bonus boss?" He goes, "Yeah, from video games." Oh, Another guy goes, God. "I remember video games. Oh, I liked my wrestling game." And it's just you. It's the most laboured point to get to. Ukes make wrestling oh, my games. God. Anyway, Iron Rain is Ukes basically taking this on. They're clearly fans of the series because it has all the hallmarks of the normal thing, but yeah. they've moved it into Unreal Engine, so it looks a bit shinier, but also somehow a bit shitter <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it performs quite badly because it's a nicer looking engine, but they still want to have hundreds of characters on screen yeah. at one time, so it chugs a bit, especially on standard. Oh, not even close. Does it try to run at 60? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's a 30. Mm. Um, it does display in 4K on Pro, which is mad. Like, it doesn't need to. You don't to. need that. You don't need that. Yeah. You don't want to look that close. <laughs> exactly. That. It's a closer look at a load of shite. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd rather what, see a flower from a mile away than a pile of shit from an inch. Nice. I love it. Um, there's a, there's usually uh, that's one of the sayings in the game. Actually, um, there's a. I did write after. But the thing, the thing about it is, it feels like what they've tried to do is make a game that makes EDF accessible to plebs like you guys who don't like it. Plebs, yeah, plebs. Yeah. And then what they've actually done is just slapped a skin on a normal EDF game and changed a few of the mechanics. So fans look at it and they're like, "Oh, that's different," and that's different. But to anyone else, it's still exactly the same load of mad bullshit going yeah. on. And like, mm. you either like that or you don't. You know, if you don't like the idea of that game already, this will do nothing to change your mind. But if you already like it, it's a really interesting little experiment in seeing how it can work differently. I, I'm going to put it out there now. It's not for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the one thing that did intrigue me while I was watching you play was, I believe you had one ep one weapon even that contained a small star well it fires a projectile that has the energy of a small star bloody hell and it can do that every 30 seconds <laughs> surely that's just destroying half the planet yeah I mean not a really, small though, star is, is still a sun yeah it? it's mad it's so stupid I love it um, There's, if you want to see what that looks like I put up a clip of it on my Twitter because I find it so funny um, also there's a character called Dr. Mengele which is a bad name for that a German is, doctor okay. not on and he has one of the <laughs> maddest voice acting performances I have ever ever heard so in my is life. Is he the one that has the clip that you've got in the video yeah. review? Right, I'm yeah. going to find that clip. Carry on talking, because I want to play that it's clip. It's so <laughs> funny. It's just him. He's like this... I, I don't think he can be German, because I don't know where he gets that voice from. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a real human it ever It does said sound it. like one of us trying to sound like a Nazi a doctor which German. isn't on yeah it's, kind it's just of frankly not on but he's a good guy there's no twist I totally thought Dr. Mengel oh yeah he's not Mengele he's no. Mengel did I, you get an SS rank on that mission? there I, there are no SS ranks so I don't want to hear no. that from I've you got it. here we I've, go are we just dropping this in? I'm just going to play it okay. over the mic yeah, particularly as no, English voice over us just throw themselves wholeheartedly into Sound seriously German. hammy performances in my opinion I postulate from another planet. <laughs> <laughs> he carries on to say, it's not analogous with life on Earth. <laughs> I've never made so, uh, heard someone make the word planet laugh Pla just about Pla three seconds. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. Um, yeah, basically, if you listen to that and went, I'd like to play a game that includes voice acting like that, you'll like Iron Rain. That's, I think it's actually quite a good litmus yeah. test. If you think that's stupid crap, you're probably completely right Move in your aside. opinion yeah. Uh, yeah i liked it it's good well, so from one game i'm never gonna play sadly yeah to one that i'm now gonna start playing That's which i've always wanted to play and never have labored it's not like you're labored mate mm -hmm. go home um see your thieves yeah <laughs> you have oh, had you a want sneak me to talk preview about, this, about yeah. the anniversary update yes, year two of sea of thieves yeah new stuff coming i'm finally i might even tonight jump in for the first time to see a thieves mm. because dive in. it looks good <laughs> dive in I will uh, tell us come on <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Uh, the anniversary update is yes. what's being referred to as a mega update mm. by Rare. Uh, I had the pleasure of going up to Rare um, for the second year in a row, which mm. is really nice. They're lovely up there, mm. and they've got a lovely place in the yes. countryside. It is wicked. It's mad. Mm. Uh, like there's, a, We were talking about this, actually, just as, as a slight aside, because they've got this crazy campus in the middle of nowhere in the countryside. Um, and I just, whenever I go, I'm like, I could 100% work in these conditions. Yeah. This would be great. Apparently, tons of people go and just, like, go mad. Not what? mad. They don't kill <laughs> people and stuff. But they're just, like, they're they just go there and they're like, there's nothing to do. Oh, I right. can't do anything. And He's like, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but if you work there, give a shit. Yeah. Um, anyway, see if these anniversary update is loads of things. So they've got added this thing called the Hunter's Call, which is, like, a whole section of the game based around like fishing and cooking hmm. the fishing's gonna would destroy you yeah because it's like 50 fish if there's a cheater for every fish hard to find. you don't care about xbox achievements i do don't actually but i don't have an xbox at home that's why um, um but they're like hearts hidden all over the place they only come out at certain times if you use certain baits and all that kind of right, stuff yeah. um They've added harpoon guns, which are amazing. I didn't get to mention this in my preview, and it's quite sad, because the harpoon guns will attach to anything. So you can use them for, like, if a megalodon goes by, you can attach to it. And There's like, megalodons in this game. Yeah, that's been added I recently. Should, I should have started this way earlier. <laughs> um, you can attach to it and, like, drag behind it. You can use it to board other ships by pulling them towards you yeah. or pulling yourself towards them. You can use it on people. Yes, that was my question. And does, it, <laughs> does it kill the person? It doesn't kill the person. Good. But what? So we tried for ages, and sad... Sadly, we never managed this. We honestly, me, a guy from Rare, and two other journalists tried this for, I think, about 15 minutes during quite a time limited <laughs> section where we were firing one person out of a cannon, then trying to catch them with the harpoon oh, out of yes. the air, like amazing. clay pigeon harpooning. Um, someone will do that on day one, and I will did applaud they say, them. Did they say the guy read? Did he say that can actually? Yeah, happen? we yeah. were playing with the design director. Yeah. He was like, this works. Oh, um, but we just haven't done it. Um, the the funniest part was I got bored and this skeleton like popped out of the the beach but he was holding a barrel of gunpowder and I was just like go on then <laughs> hooked him and he just flew over and the whole ship exploded and oh one of our masts God, fell down right. um or yeah actually there's expanded ship damage now as well so masts can be shot down what about with sorry back to the harpoon yes what about if um somebody else a rival was carrying treasure could you harpoon the treasure out of their hands and i put think it towards you? what would happen is you'd hook them and they'd come with the treasure oh, right, okay. but that's even Still, funnier because yeah, then they get, get onto your and ship you, and you're like Slice! and then you murk them and you take the shit exactly easy um <laughs> There's like expanded ship damage, so you can blow up masts for the first time, which is kind of cool. Um, they've balanced it quite a lot because a lot of people are like, oh, that's going to be really annoying. Yeah, it's they take a few hits each, and they can be repaired just like the rest of the ship. Even oh, if okay. it falls down, you get like ropes and pull it back up, so, and right. it's not that different. I mean, the main thing that grabbed my attention, which is partly one. I want to join in as the campaign mode. Yeah, so they've added two major parts. So they've done all that stuff, which is <coughs> sort of fits seamlessly alongside everything else as you know it. But then there's these two bits that are way bigger, and they're calling them platforms. So mm -hmm. these are both ideas that they want to run with in perpetuity. Mm -hmm. One of them is Tall Tales, which is their campaign structure, which is really what should what what was in my head as to what Sea of Thieves right, quests yeah. would be when it first started. Me too, yeah. So you go to a tavern guy. He's like, this is the tale of the Shores of Gold, which is the current campaign. It's a nine-episode campaign, and each episode is a separate quest that links together, but they're told by different stories. Yeah. Um, so he hands you a journal, and he's like, here's your journal. That's your clues. And you're like, all right. So you open it up, and it's ten That's pages. Exact, exactly what I want. 
and that's all you ever get. Ten pages? It's ten, well, for this one first bit. So it's like okay. a ten-page journal. You go through it, and it's like there's scrawls and doodles and codes and stuff. But is it things it. like when you read a certain element and then it adds it to a log and no. then it puts a waypoint? That's or is it. it actually you it's actually have to decipher everything it. comes from it's that. An there's no treasure. So there's no it, like the rest of Sea of Thieves. There's never a, a map. There's barely a map. Yeah. There's no waypoint markers. There's mm -hmm. none of that. It's just Good. so the first thing that happened like. I think if my memory serves, we had to work out where a place was based on the shape of the island, and yeah, that was it. I remember doing that when we played out. Yeah, there was some vibe. We had to look and sort of yeah match the shape of iron on the map. So you're finding that, but this is like a story at the same time. So it's telling the story of this ship that went down, having found this thing and got chased by a pirate, an evil pirate ship, and all this stuff. Mm. So you're going through. You're finding the island you need to go to. You find a chest buried in a shipwreck. That chest has got more pages for your journal, which add to the story right. and add more clues. And so you're bu literally building a storybook as you play. It's like the goodies. That you get to read. It's fucking, it's proper pirate shit. They're taking um, a bit of, bit of Oberdin-ness from they it. Take, it is Oberdin-y. And then when you get to a place, Oberdin there's a, Oberdin-y, there's a, there's a place. Oberdin. Uh, Oberdin. It leads you eventually to, in this first episode, to a treasure vault, which is hidden behind a big stone, as you'd hope, and it opens up and there's yeah. like clues daubed on the walls and stuff. All of which, by the way, has been in the game since day one. That's amazing. Like, apparently, I asked so the designer. So would you just accidentally stumble across them? No, 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 you never could. It's, ah. So the design director said, when the game first came out, I asked our team to point me to islands that would have that could have places where treasure was hidden. Right. So that the idea being, you've we've not retconned the world, we've not updated the world and made it different. Oh, okay, We're so just, nothing actually existed in them, but there was a yeah, the potential of a doorway. That's there. it. The okay. idea was always like, it's just as if the key didn't exist yet, no one had found it, right, and everyone's cool. finding it that now. Cool. Another amazing part of this is, in our one, it was like this island that's covered in pictures of scarabs, which again has been in the game since the first, yeah. uh, first game, and the key we got to get into this vault was a scarab key. But the game dynamically alters what island you get sent to on your quest to keep you away from other players. So it's like most of the That's players good. are in that corner of the map, so you're going over here. That's cool. Which means it also has to dynamically alter the journal, the island, the shape of the key, the stuff. All of this stuff is created. This sounds a nightmare it's, to build. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, I can't believe it works. Um, and maybe it won't, because it hasn't come out. <laughs> but it worked for me. Um, and... Yeah, like getting in there. And then this vault is basically a crystal maze challenge. You're all in this room. The door closes Wait, behind which you. crystal maze challenge? Uh, pirate zone. <laughs> um, the door closes behind you. Everyone's stuck in there. But if the door closes with people outside, that's it. They're not in the room to help you. It's one of your so, playing a harmonica outside. Exactly. Like, you've got accordions. Oh, you literally get out. Work. Get out. Um, get out. So you get stuck in this room. Water comes out of a fountain. And then it doesn't tell you what to do. So you're just like, right, looking around. The first thing someone in our group did was like go, big button, pushed it. Oh, no. It goes wrong. Yeah. More water starts oh, pouring no. in. And that can happen like multiple times. So you can keep getting it wrong and keep filling it up. But it, it turns out, amazing. But it turns out there's like a code in your journal for things in that room, oh. which is again dynamically. And can the guy in the room see it or do people have to shout Ev instructions? Everyone's got a book. So that's, yeah. there's not one journal shared between everyone. Right. It's as if you've all got copies. But you can all shout instructions too. But exactly. So yeah. we were doing it and I was suddenly like, those codes I saw those codes <laughs> earlier and like we started moving things around and like solving the puzzle it's, it's a Vinci code so, it's fucking wicked can man you, it's so cool can you do this by yourself <clears throat> yeah yeah like, would it work properly do you think yeah be fine it would be yeah. hard you've got to do a bit of combat I don't okay. know how much it scales with you but in the end we're like picking up the thing that you have to pick up which means you can't 
do any combat so everyone's like protecting from skeletons yeah. chasing mm-hmm. us as we all run down the beach back to our ship and like it's what Sea of Thieves should be yeah. it is all there it's I think amazing. it's a game you want to play with people anyway isn't 100%. It? that's half the yeah. fun when you, um, when you went brilliant. there to Red did they do any sort of presentation talking about how well the game is sold or anything like that because so did it do well enough to keep this going this is their weird thing like it's going well there's a lot of players but they've also said that it's I think he said at a Res converse, uh a uh, res thing the other day Joe Neat the executive producer who also referenced the fact that he called me a motherfucker while we played we'll get on to why um, he said it's 50-50 between Game Pass and actual sales Right. so it's hard to t- no one knows how Microsoft pays people for being Game Pass sure, yeah. games yeah. so it's not clear they are they will introduce microtransactions at some point this year right, so I think okay. that's clear that it's like we now need the next in the yeah yeah um, but the, that microtransaction thing is like pets, yeah. which so, is something I could totally stuff. see me yeah. wanting. Well, anyway. I mean, I'm hopeful that it's like No Man's Sky, where they just, you know, they built this core audience, and now yeah. they just keep giving you stuff over and over again. But I think that's the idea with this. Like, yeah. their the the uh, studio head Craig Duncan in an interview with me basically said, "We're treating this as much as it's kind of for us because it's like stuff we wanted to make." Yeah but it's kind of for the fans who always wanted these kinds of things. But it's also meant to open the thing up and go, it's an entry point. Like, yeah. it's so changed now that you're coming in at a time where everyone's gonna be new to it. Mm-hmm. And genuinely, like like you are, yeah. I think it's the best time to do it. I think get in now, just before April 30th, familiarize yourself and then, it's. I'm genuinely more excited for yeah. Sea of Thieves even than I was before release. Like, awesome. I really wanna play. And all those, is it, you said nine or 10 episodes? Yeah. They're all just available at the start. They're not like yeah, no, it's out not epi- it's not episodically released. Okay. It's just episodically structured. And did they give an idea? Like, are they like an hour each? Or? So this one was the first and the easiest, and that took us about an hour. Okay, there were other crews who took like an hour and a half. Okay, so you can just saying you're good. Basically, we was well. We had a guy who put six hundred hours into the game. <laughs> we had the guy. We had the design director and the guy who played six hundred. You probably hours do it all right then. It was yeah. good. Um, so they they estimate like. I think around 15 hours for the full campaign, which is for a free campaign is pretty good. Um, And then the other half of this, I I know I've spoken for ages, is the arena, which is a full separate PVP mode. The only connection with the main game is that you can earn cosmetics in there that you can wear in the main game, which is fucking hilarious. (laughs) So it's a game in which five ships of four people are put into a tiny map Mm -hmm. with like, I think about four or five islands. Everyone starts with a map and everyone sees the same treasure spots on the maps and it's just a race to dig up the treasure and cash it in and it's so evil it's amazing (laughs) so like that's why Joe Neat called me a motherfucker because I was trying to get onto his ship to kill him so that we could cash in the treasure and take the lead no he beat me his words were actually have that motherfucker (laughs) when he shot me in the water Um, and it was just like it's just so exciting because it's the everyone's going to the same places and trying to fuck each other in different ways so yeah. like three people have gone I know three people have gone to one island and one other person goes okay well that's the closest cash in point people are naturally going to go there Let's wait I'll just it. sail my ship over there fire two or three of our crew hide on the ship sail the ship away and then they all just stand there and kill the people dropping the treasure off. As soon as we took the lead, I started digging up treasure chests. You get a little points bonus for digging them up yeah. and a bigger points bonus for cashing them in. I was just digging them up, 
just throwing them in the sea just being like <laughs> fuck it like I'm winning if they can't get those points <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter um, it's just hilarious how long does that game mode last that's 24 minutes around so the idea 24. is yeah don't know why um, oh no I do it's because a full day night cycle is 24 minutes ah. um, but it's so funny and yeah. it's just it's an amazing time to be like I don't I only have half an hour to play Sea of Thieves just stick in one arena match so is there a limit to the amount of treasure there is in that area you keep going until every time a map's exhausted everyone's refreshes. given new maps but it can give you up to like three okay Some one time we had three maps for the same island which meant that island spawned like 12 treasure chests so people couldn't physically couldn't get it off the island yeah. so they started hiding it in places around the island <laughs> to come good. back like proper pirate shit That's it's amazing and we've, we've spoke about this before and we never actually did but we, we definitely need to get four of us playing at we'll work play. together at lunch. We'll especially play. that mode sounds like perfect thing to play at lunchtime exactly. we can just dive in for half an hour yeah stick in two yeah. rounds at lunch and it's you'll yeah. just have an amazing time because it doesn't matter if you lose it's really funny exactly yeah. Yeah. and yeah just never you know it's always satisfying just finding treasure isn't it yeah. I mean, that is what you do in the game isn't 100%. it 100% the endless search for treasure oh here you go the endless search is our quiz <laughs> it's not our quiz it's, quiz. Search well, it's quiz. your it's your quiz this week Joe it is well it's not my quiz it's a man it? called get this Stuart Lee oh are we doing the, the Stuart Lee are we putting in the jingle oh we will we will oh, I was going to let Joe do we that we put okay. it in yeah right now inside it's a UK IGN crew Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Is it in the search? Yeah, Dale, there's your jingle. Oh, I'm happy. Code Marla, legends yeah. birthday in the game. You can decide when the jingle goes in. <laughs> um, <laughs> before the quiz, that's where uh, I want it. <laughs> it's going. It's gone. It's happened. So Stuart Lee DM'd me. Because Ooh. he wanted to slide into your DMs, he slid into my DMs to give me a game. He wanted the secret because he didn't want you people seeing yeah, exactly, yeah. it. Exactly, and let me very tell you, clever. It's very smart. It's a banger. It's a. It's very. It's very classic. Endless search fair. Okay. okay. Um, is he, there five rounds? And is it? Is there a link that count backwards? <laughs> yeah, but no links. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, not that I'm aware of. The link is we talk about. And never mind. Anyway, um, basically, he calls it "Can't Get Past That," which is based on one of these things. Okay. The idea is that he's taken. Uh, weird one-star reviews from ID IMDb and Amazon okay, and put them in order of obviousness and you just guess what films they're of. So they're, they're not necessarily bad films, they're just one-star They're review. all critically acclaimed films, okay. which makes it way better. Wait, so are we guessing the rating or are we guessing, are we guessing the film? No, they're all one-star reviews. You're guessing the film based on these clips of quotes. I can think of any one-star films. What? That's not the point, Dale. No, they're, they're, they're all... They're, <laughs> Wait, I've missed completely. They're, they're very famous, highly regarded films yeah. that have had user reviews oh, of one-star. I thought you meant the average review. Nah, right? me. I, like, I don't know any of those films. It's so, way better than what you've just made it sound like <laughs> yeah. um, so we've got five yeah, films and each one gets five clips of user reviews okay I've used Stuart Lee's <sighs> base but I've moved some of it around because I was like some of these are a bit easy okay so this isn't all your work it's a good idea though but I think it's wicked uh, so he said can you guess these critically acclaimed films from crazy one star reviews that they've received on Amazon and IMDB these are all lines from real reviews on he's Amazon copied them. as well yeah I've mostly done IMDB so there's a okay. few Amazons in there 
Sweet. Also, just as some bonus facts, I'm going to tell you how many total reviews they got and how many were one stars because on IMDb because I think it's quite fun. Okay. <laughs> Film number one. Do you think these? Sorry. Do you think these are all genuine reviews? These are or all- people are taking the piss and trying to be fun. Is most, it hard to tell? Most of them are like legit Gripes. angry, <laughs> like boring people. Yeah. Like they sway wildly from people who think they're really, really smart and use all the wrong mm. long words <laughs> or people who can't write and are just insane. Okay. Right. You've um, probably, you probably recognise one or two of these though. You've probably written. I love this. Here we go. Brilliant. You're not <laughs> chew gum when you're on the podcast. Five points. <laughs> Film number one. I find it really difficult to believe that this movie is rated highly by people. It's hands down the worst movie I've seen in my life, 58 years. When my wife and I went to see it soon after it came out, multiple people walked out of the theatre saying either it was a terrible movie and or it sickened them. The overall movie has the feel of being viewed through the eyes of someone high on bad drugs. Hmm. Reservoir Dogs? No. The Blair Witch Project? No. How many guesses do we... Okay. I think one each for these, because okay. some of them are quite... Okay. okay. Okay, down to four points. I rent the film because <laughs> the fact that it's number nine on IMDb 250 list, and my friend highly recommended the film. So I watched it last <clears throat> night. I couldn't believe my eye. What a piece of garbage <laughs> filmmaking this is. Oh. The whole film is mostly consist of boring and cheesy dialogue, in oh. which have at Tiny. least a million F word in it. Pulp Fiction? Correct. Oh, I don't care. I'm going to read you the rest. That's really mad. told me number can... nine on the IMDb list. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's mad. <laughs> what is on IMDb, though? It's higher. It's like five or six. Is it speaking. really? It, I'm a, I, by the way, I agree with most of these people. I don't, hate Pulp Fiction. You hate it? I think it's genuinely a bad film. Don't talk. Though it should be a parody about narcotics and boxing, it is only funny sometimes. A parody about boxing. Yes, yeah, so point weird. Is it ever supposed to be I know, right? Boxing. Uh, I like this one. Gratuitously violent and indulgent. Everyone wants to talk about the humour of someone going over a bump and someone being shot. How hilarious is that? It is. This comment yeah. is meant to be ironic. Shot Marvin I know, in the face. <laughs> I, note, I note this for the Hollywood saturated brain dead. Oh, wow. The God. film is really just a sign of a sick culture. <laughs> and then. Uh, it's a reflection of a sick culture. Yeah. One, Get it right, man. One point. No, really, this film is a mess. I mean, John Travolta dies halfway through and then pops up at oh, the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> completely missing. Uh, yeah. uh, Brilliant. Oh, just as the bonus fact. <laughs> Pulp Fiction, this is actually quite a high ratio. 2,588 total reviews, 127 one-star reviews. I mean, That's although mad. in my mind, it's brilliant. I know people that don't like it and I can understand right why here, people baby. wouldn't like it. You, it but I would never write and, one of those. And Tarantino is not for everyone. No. I could not understand anybody not liking it one star Yeah, that's enough. Bad. That's uh, insane. Yeah. Surely you can appreciate you can find certain something. Yeah. Yeah. Film, yeah. Oh, no, go for it. film number two. There's a lot of noise that passes for action, but the action is shot in such a way that you don't really know what's going on. This is not how to make a movie. Oh, sorry. This is how not to make a movie. Transformers? No. I'm Remember, critically go. acclaimed. Oh, shit, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna go Predator. No. It was such a shame to see a sequel as lame as this made from one of the better sci-fi movies of Aliens? all time. No. Terminator 2. Terminator 2! Mm. That was quite an easy one for yeah. a four-pointer, but that's fine. Four points each. Oh, 
How did the character develop into this guerrilla warfare extraordinaire without any formal training in a limited time and stay sharp enough while under psychotic medication to stay alive for more than five minutes? Very I don't good know if it's limited time. It's like yeah. eight years. Uh, and then this is where the name <laughs> of the quiz. It's a limited time span, to be fair. <laughs> this is where the name of the quiz came from. Sorry, can't get past that. <laughs> Wait, it's more than eight years because he's like 12. John Connor's like 12, isn't he? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, simply, simply throws together a whole pile of things that would appeal to the comic book generation: big guns, throbbing motorbikes, <laughs> throbbing and the, motorbikes, yeah, and the kind of silly set pieces that are designed purely to whoop up an audience which has few demands. Wait, was nineteen ninety one the comic book generation? Apparently, I've never been, <laughs> never heard any sort of machine describe as throbbing, throbbing motorbikes. <laughs> and then uh, I, I actually really like this. This is funny. The films are horribly written movies about machines coming back from the future to destroy a guy who's supposed to be all that and a boxer crackerjack <laughs> he isn't <laughs> for some reason I, I pictured snackerjack I love that he's angry that the boy isn't all that <laughs> oh, well. he's a flawed character what film number three I dearly hope that the director learned his lesson from this disgraceful farce, so clearly engineered for people with an eight-year-old mentality. Me being elitist? Possibly. A case of mass mental illness? Probably. <laughs> Star Wars? No. I have no idea. So, 2001 Space Odyssey? No. Of course, Mass. then come those obnoxious children. Can anyone even stand children in movies anymore? <laughs> I can't. Then but come those obnoxious the children. Yeah. Uh, the Goonies. No. Obnoxious children. The Shining. No. <laughs> Everything in this movie is horrible, except for the special effects. Mm. Everything is Harry horrible. Harry Potter. No. Oh. Uh, Not that critically acclaimed, is it? People like it, don't they? Yeah. Um, well, say, say that last one again Everything in this movie is horrible Except for the special effects oh, Fuck uh, mm. I, I, Do you know what I'm blanking So I'm going to say Return of the King No <laughs> Those are hobbits not children now <laughs> What? <laughs> I read that film completely <laughs> I, I really like this I think you'll get it from this It also doesn't succeed in hiding A few unlikelinesses <laughs> One of the two children is a victim of a strong electric shock. And Jurassic however, Park. yeah. And however, actor name manages to save him. <laughs> I love that. that's a one star review. And then, of course, imagine thinking Jurassic Park's a one star film. Sort your head out. This. You can control a regular zoo filled with dangerous animals, but for some reason, dinosaurs are tricky. What? <laughs> What? What? Really? What, what dinosaurs are that? Uh, that one has 1,012 reviews and only 10 one star on IMDb. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're mostly trollers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they're all like. Most of them aren't. So I tried to weed out any that were just clearly like bad stuff. Yeah. I think there's an element of moderation. So all of these are mostly well written, long reasoned things. It's just they're insane. I just can't imagine a, a dimension when you'd watch Jurassic Park and go. What a load of shit. Yeah. <laughs> One star. Film number four. The plot is at best laughable and at worst contrived over a script editor's, editor's table one night after enjoying lashings and lashings of ginger ale. <laughs> it's nonsense. Prestige. I, just, I was thinking that. Correct. Oh my god, I, I knew one of them would be. Yeah, yeah. I, knew. <laughs> I was just waiting for one about plot. There's some good ones <laughs> in here. Uh, actor does his trademark one note scowling only this time with a Dick Van Dyke accent that would shame Dick Van Dyke 
<laughs> Harsh. Uh, starting as Edgar Allan Poe meets Jules Verne, it ends up as what? Doctor Who meets Star Trek, and it's a train wreck. Doctor Who meets what? Star Trek. Star Trek. I forgot yeah. a bit about the aliens. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Is that the teleport? It must be, right? The Maybe. Yeah. I guess. Imagine being this furious. It's the longest movie I've ever sat through. <laughs> it felt like nine or ten hours at least. You've never seen like Dancing with Wolves. Yeah. No, Nothing interesting films. happens. It's a story so convoluted and stupid, written only to get to the last shocking reveal that anyone with half a brain would expect coming since the introduction. It's worse than Al-Qaeda. Wow. Oh and then God. I like this. By the way, spoilers for The Prestige coming up. Couldn't Jackman just make, like, two copies of himself and do the trick even better? No, the dumbass drowns himself every time for some reason. With two, copies of With two copies of yourself, you don't need to drown yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Plot holes don't equal ones, don't they? <laughs> I love that. Uh, uh, cool. One Final more. film. What's the scores, Jeff? So the last uh, one isn't the prestige. You are 7... 11 to 4. Okay. So you can't win. Oh, brilliant. It's all fun. Film number five. Happy birthday, though. <laughs> the film is the most cliched in cinematic history and is worthy of no respect. Oh, my God. Clichéd. Star Wars. No. Oh, one of them. The be. Godfather. No. Saying this is the number... You're going to get it now because oh, you actually know this. I don't, skip I don't know them all. I don't know them all. Saying this is one of the best movies of all time, taking the number out. It's like saying McDonald's makes the best hamburgers. Sure, shame redemption. Fuck, I was going to say that as well. Yeah, oh, I think when you're about to say two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They're both palatable, predictable, inoffensive products that are easy to digest. Both have happy endings. That is, if you find the stunning speed with which a McDonald's hamburger flushes out of your digestive tract to be a happy occasion. I bet they thought they were so clever yeah. when they were. Yeah, and what that. they've done is just had they've got halfway through and they're like, ah, oh, metaphor doesn't quite you work. You, uh, <laughs> you had your go at Pulp Fiction, so I'm going to say that I'm not a massive Sure Shame Redemption fan. I'm not either. Man. It's I all think right. It's, I I've thought it was a good couple film, of times, yes. but not, not as holy For me, it's not, is. Yeah, it's not top two films of all time. No, no way. This movie is absolutely way too predictable. The title always gives away, the, already films gives away the ending. Films can be predictable. <laughs> films can be predictable. Like Red Dead Redemption 2 gives out the fucking uh, yeah. Star Wars. The ending. Bloody war. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I love this. I don't it's know, an alien, an alien. I don't know what this one's about. <laughs> we all, we see all of what we normally expect to find in prison with a very fatal exception. No mining. I'm a personal <laughs> favourite of mining in prison. <laughs> there is a bit of mining. Exactly. He's got a little hammer. Uh, and then this is mad. I'll never forget the scene where the old man hangs himself after leaving prison and the piano symphony kicks in. Why should I feel sorry for him? Try living in Africa, buddy, and tell me how oh, hard your life oh, is. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's people starving in the world. That is a horrible scene. To be that fair. one's the ma That's the craziest ratio. 6,300 reviews and only 82 one star. That is little. Yeah. Good. Mm, I enjoyed that, that game. I enjoyed that game. I think it could be harder. Yeah, definitely. I think it doesn't yeah. need to be critically acclaimed necessarily yes mm. good but feedback good on fun. the quiz yeah. let's get some feedback on our own oh yeah of our own even uh, I haven't even got any feedback yeah I know I realise I haven't dished it out yet uh. so you're about to receive it in your hand oh, okay, oh, I'm number one as well for fuck's sake okay uh, this is from Lewis Glover he says what's up boys what up what up <laughs> just a quick drink and podcast recommendation podcast the weekly planet two funny australian guys and one one a youtuber called mr sunday movies and the other his friend they chat about comic book movies and also other popular films just a good time if you like it <laughs> <laughs> no sorry i read that wrong just a good time if you like okay. it they have set up a podcast <laughs> 
<laughs> I put it the first way. If you like it, they've set up a podcast network with other Australian podcasts worth checking out. Mm. You've got into Australian podcasts. Just love Aussies, man. Yeah. Mm. Who doesn't? And the drink recommendation. Washing up liquid. Not washing up liquid. It's the name of the drink. Yeah. Get a normal pint of your favourite lager. Drink half of it. Order a blue WKD. Fill up the glass pint with it. Try it. It's nice. That sounds grim. That yep. doesn't sound nice. <laughs> no. Um, beer and WKD. What colour does that turn? Uh, brown, probably. It's muck. Yeah. yeah. Pure muck. Lewis, washing up liquid. We're not going to drink that, mate. That we implies might to that the it podcast. changes to a <laughs> yellow plus green. A uh, yellow plus blue equals green, doesn't it? So maybe it does go yeah, green. But beer is yellow. Yeah, it's I mean, is. I guess that's why it's called washing up liquid, yeah. right? Be fair, yeah. liquid flavour. Not flavour. 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 I want both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from Toby Wyther. Somehow, <laughs> this guy who had to tell us how to pronounce his name, I got Toby wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Wyther. Hi, guys. Firstly, the discussion about shandies slash tops. So he's really addressing the big points. Yeah, booze. Whilst at university, I regularly switch between a top and a shandy. Lad, until one afternoon... <laughs> don't drink enough. <laughs> until one afternoon, I asked my normal bar- barman for a bit more than a top. My a normal barman. B- a bit less than a shandy. A tandy. <laughs> tandy. Tandy Newton. It became a regular drink in our university hall's bar and has since stuck with me to the point where I had my fiancé drinking them so frequently that she once went into a random country pub we passed and asked the barman for one. He prompted to look at her like she was having a stroke and it was then she realised that it was not the genuine drink and something I'd made up. What? Secondly, you spoke about Mark Strong. <laughs> I did. Are these connected? No. Okay. A few years ago, I was on a train to London on my birthday. Like your birthday, Dale. Oh, what a coin. Yeah, amazing. And noticed that in the next row of seats was none other. Guess. Mark Strong. Yes. 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 What? Yes. He's got another point. <laughs> Didn't see that just coming. Having been a huge fan of his, I thought it was fate that I should go up. Fate. <laughs> that I should go up. And fate that I will wear your face. <laughs> I'm, a hu- I don't, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of a lot of things that I don't expect to meet. <laughs> How strong are you really? I Arm th- wrestle. Now. <laughs> I thought it was fate that I should go up and introduce myself to him. But he was continually distracted. Oh, sorry. But I was continually distracted by two small children who were continually running up and down the carriage. Unbelievable. Just as I stood up to seize my moment. What, 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 what was Mark the moment? Strong or the children? It was a, yeah. To meet Mark. Oh, right. I thought right. meant to sort the kids out. I know. That's what I was, I was like. What? Mark did the same. Mark, which one of you wants to have these? Turn to. <laughs> Sounds awful. <laughs> turned to what I then understood were his children and screamed for them to sit down and shut the fuck up. Wow. I quickly obliged. Parenting. Now I feel like... Wait, hang on. He quickly obliged by sitting down. sitting down and shutting the fuck up. He, he told the kids. He told they the kids, kids to sit down and shut the fuck up. Yeah, but well, the, are the we person... assuming they're his kids? The kids that I then understood were Mark uh, Strong's kids. Mark, Mark Strong was oh, telling okay. his kids to sit down and shut the fuck up. So why did he do it as well? Well, it's a bit of rhetorical flair. He's okay. just said, "I also sat down oh, and shut right, the fuck okay. up." Okay, it was too awkward. Awkward. Tell me why the yeah. Dale doesn't like your writing style. <laughs> Personally, I like it. I think it's got it's full of Ilan. I like Cardi said, "How strong I am." Let's arm wrestle. Winner gets to be Mark Strong. <laughs> <laughs> I've overcome Simon Strong. You just go up, you win, works, and you shave it? your hair in front. <laughs> Him. I get it. I'm in a Shazam 2. I just want to point out, I think Mark seems really nice, and I saw him with his kids, and he was being nothing but lovely he to him. He didn't tell him to fuck off or anything. Uh, yeah, and I, I, Sometimes you got to tell your kids to fuck off. It's not in... Do you? <laughs> I just want to point out, just in case we ever have the point that Mark Strong's on this podcast, and I don't want them combing yeah, through yeah. this, 
Not in quote marks that he said, shut the fuck up. Might okay. be, that might be an inference. Yeah. He might have right. said, please, children, quieten down. This is the quiet character. Toby, stop slagging off Mark <laughs> Strong. Yeah. <laughs> we are not. Anyway, this piece of feedback is from James Griffiths. He says, hi, all. Hello, Hello mate. Jimmy. He's, he just wants to ask uh, for feedback for a console no one talks about anymore. Okay. The 3DS. Legendary. <clears throat> in brackets. Well, actually, the 2DS. Oh. <laughs> I got one last year. Not for the first time but the first time in a while since having a blue one at launch. Oh, I see, right. So he had a 3DS, yeah. didn't have one, got a 2DS. I've had a few blue yeah. ones at launch, you know what I mean? No, I don't. I'll do. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> what game should I be playing? Open to buy any good ones, but don't know where to start as the catalogue is so big. I'm about to start Persona Q. That Persona Q does look good, as we know. It's all right, I'm huh? a Persona fan. Um, I do not own a 3DS though. Mm. I've played my sister does though. I've played a couple of games. I do like the Professor Layton games. Yeah, they were good. Uh, Pokemon. If he like, come on, mate. Let's, let's go get, off the beaten path. Get in the good shit. Go on, get in the weeds. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem and Awakening. Okay. <laughs> Ash the Gooden. Um, that's like one of my favourite games yep. of all time. You should get mm-hmm. that. Um, if you like Persona Q, I believe that's a crossover with a 3DS series called Etrian Odyssey, which is fucking bonkers. Mm. Um, it's an RPG where you have to draw the map. So as you're going through, like, it's a classic adventure style, like you're moving in first person through dungeons and mm. through overworlds, mm-hmm. but you have to draw the map so that when you go back, you can remember what was there. It's wicked. That sounds insane. It's great. Um, what else is good on 3DS? If you like those uh, sort of tactics games, there's actually quite a good, I think it's Tom Clancy's Shadow something, Shadow Strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the only Tom Clancy games. That's like a genuinely good XCOM-y thing, but for Ooh. 3DS. Uh, oh, uh, Link Between Worlds, yeah. one of the best Zelda games and ever made. Majora's Mask is there. Um, Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time are on yeah. there. What was the other one? Uh, the other Zelda game that came out. It was exclusive to the DS. Hyrule DS. Warriors. No, that oh, was no. Wii U. Oh, the, the oh, Spirit Tracks and Phantom Spirit Hourglass. Tracks. Yeah, Phantom Hourglass. That's what I was. But people for. are mixed on those. I, I never played it, but they're all right. I mm. thought it looked okay. Is there? Yeah, do, are they still making a lot of 3DS games. Obviously, the Switch they're slowing is, right down yeah. now. Yeah. Um, what else was good? I really liked Scribblenauts. Scribblenauts is pretty yes. banging. Yeah, um, yeah they've done lots of things now. Scribblenauts but. Unlimited, I think they did on 3DS. Yeah. That was quite good. Mm. Uh, if you want something that just takes away your entire life, Animal Crossing New Leaf, yep. absolute <laughs> banger. Yep. And oh, it's got, oh, fucking e- eShop. You, if you haven't played any of them, the SteamWorld uh, games, SteamWorld Heist and SteamWorld Dig are both on there, and they're yep. wicked. Amazing. Sure. Joe is your man for Nintendo recommendations. Yeah, yes. um, If you want to send any feedback, send it to IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Uh, Any, anytime oh. anyone says that, they always look at everybody know, else. And just, I, always, of, is this the right email address say I'm saying? Someone else say it so they get it right. <laughs> we want yeah. your Game of Thrones predict, Thrones predictions. Yeah. Game of Thrones we predictions. also want yeah. follow him on from the Bear Grylls extravaganza. Extra, gar- We're so, gar- bad at this yeah. to that. Um, <laughs> um, what interactive TV game would you want to play? We had a good one earlier, which is just an Alan Partridge version, mm-hmm. where basically whatever you pick, he does what he wants anyway. So it's just watching Alan Partridge, really. <laughs> yeah, we've um, just seen how he engages with you, the yeah. audience. Good there are off. some very, very Partridge really Bear Grylls moments. Unbelievable. I'm not going to lie. All I want to do now is do more of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let us know what you'd want to do. Choose your own adventure on your TV with. Gonna be nice, like. After Bandersnatch, I did not expect Bear Girls to be the second. No, it's attempt. mad, isn't it? Although, haven't they done another one? Yeah, they, did, they did Puss in Boots before they did right, Bandersnatch. They shot this all over the world, though, so it must have been in development well yeah, before exactly. Bandersnatch. I mean, came no, they probably knew Bandersnatch was going to be. Yeah. They, they Black tested Mirror, it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Amazing. Please send us in your feedback. Uh, but as <laughs> we know, a new regular segment 
don't beg. They beg. I just like people. Let, if they want to, no one wants decisions. to talk to me anymore, and I just want. <laughs> I just need friends at the moment. Um, oh, if you liked our chat about totally accurate battle simulator last week, we did a video on it, and I yes. like it a lot. It's so very funny. Watch very it. Um, it's on on the YouTube's. Uh, basically, as we now know, all of this is just preamble to a UK garage banger. Yeah. Which this week, birthday boy Dale Driver has got the hot seat. What yes. have you gone for, baby cakes? Uh, I didn't go for baby it's cakes. Not baby cakes. <laughs> I believe I can't remember. We spoke about it at the start, but I said, "Did I say Shanks and Bigfoot you sweet did. like chocolate?" You did. I did. Yes. What a fucking great song! It's, that is. it's, a, it's a, the weird crossover of UK garage and pop, yeah, where it's was, got like the two-step beats, but it's got a nice vocal. I feel, I feel like people should write in recommending garage songs because we're slowly starting to run dry. No, we're not. I I've feel like we are. Just you I'm are. Running, well, we have to research them now. I'm running out of ones that are on the top of my head. I think I'm going to buy. Uh, Pure Garage, the classic album, and now uh, that's what I call garage. And music. a CD, yeah, basically, and a CD player, and we'll listen to them in the office and pick some favourites. Mm. Very good. Get yeah. some bed and field in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is uh, what is it now? <laughs> Give it an intro. Foot. It's Shanks and Bigfoot with Sweet Light Chocolate, 1999. Happy Big, birthday, big up. <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.